Welcome to another episode of the mini episode, The Hiring Manager. It's Fonger News of the Student Manager. And of course, we're rolling out these mini series, short, no more than 10 minutes episodes of having guests on talking about the career search process. Mostly the student manager, right? We help high school students and parents with the college search admission process. But when you graduate, some of these clowns don't even know how to get a job, how to interview, what to do. So joining me on this mini episode is my longtime, lifetime friend. Matter of fact, she was in Maria's in my wedding. She is currently the regional vice president of the Pacific Northwest for the last two years at Paylocity. Yes, that's a payroll in HR administration company, but she has over 25 years of sales and leadership experience. Joining me from Northern California up in Sacramento, my good friend, Liz Shore, Liz Williams. I will always call her Lizzie. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing great, Michael. It's good to be with you, but saying 25 years makes me sound like I'm really old. I know, but no one's going to listen if we just said, hey, who's this Liz Williams and talking about hiring and and what she does and how these college graduates are not even a college graduate, anyone listening, how to get a job. Obviously, when I was having my previous episodes and guests on, MDJ and JT, John Todd, we're talking about how I just went through the process of an internal transition and the interviewing process, the techniques, the follow-up, what to do, what not to do. It not only helps someone like our age, right? We're aging ourselves again, but someone right out of college. So I'm going to ask you, what's the number one thing that you look for, the quality that you look for? You've been in, you hire sales reps, you've hired sales managers, so you've had a wide variety. What's the number one thing that you look for and how you can help my audience and followers? Sure. So, I mean, as far as background goes, I always look for someone who can show an example of grit. Uh, And what I mean by that is, you know, an example of where they've had to work really hard, persevere have shown that they can overcome obstacles because I don't care what industry that you're in. No one's just going to hand a job over to you and just say, oh, it's, it's easy. And there's no issue with it. That's why it's called a job. Um, And so you have to have the ability when things get tough, how are you going to handle those moments and overcome it? So, you know, whether it's in their background, if it was that they played sports and maybe had a challenge in there, or maybe they were going to school and also holding down a job at the same time. Or, you know, they just had a circumstance in life where, you know, they were juggling multiple priorities and having to just put a lot of effort in in order to get to a goal. So I try to see some examples where people can really expose and shed light on who they are as an individual and the fact that they're going to come in and really just dig down deep, not just when things are easy and great, Uh, but in those moments where there might be some challenges. So that's a common theme. Uh, I think every candidate needs to know that and what some potential employers are going to ask. But give me an example. Let's role play here. I'm going to put you on the spot. So you're interviewing me. I don't care. And and I'll keep this broad. It could be a sales position, sales manager position, but just in general, you're hiring me. I might be right out of college. And some of those transferable skills, right? In college, whatever you're doing might lead to this potential job. So give my audience a specific question or two. And I don't know, I'll I'll, I'll try and go with it and respond. 
Okay. So, you know, I would obviously have taken some time to look at your background, understand what you're doing. So I'm going to go with an assumption here, Michael, that maybe you played a sport during college. So I would go something in the standpoint of, hey, Michael, I noticed uh, while you went to uh, Cal State Long Beach, uh, you were also managing the basketball team. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you prioritized your time as well as juggled the priorities of school and work. Great question. So our practices Monday, Wednesday, Friday were from two to five. So we had to take classes in the morning. I woke up, I had my classes from eight to nine, nine to 10, 10 to 11. And then I went down to the basketball office, have a grab a bite to eat. And I had to be at practice before two o'clock started. So I would start getting in the gym, getting all the jerseys, getting all the floor already around 12.45, one o'clock. And then I'd go home, eat with some of my teammates, do homework, and then Tuesday, Thursday came around. So we had prioritized our class schedule uh, later in the day because uh, we had practice earlier. So uh, that's that's my specific example. So in answering that, Michael, here here's what I heard is one right away you were able to detail out your schedule. You had an understanding of time management as well as the fact of, hey, I had a plan, I executed on it, I was disciplined and I was organized. That's what I would take out of listening to you versus someone who maybe struggles to give the explanation or waffles a little bit. I would tend to question how well did they actually manage that? And if that's the case, how well are they going to be able to take that background into a working environment? But just in the manner of you being able to very succinctly and logically go through, like, okay, that guy's organized on top of it. So what advice and great explanation and detail, because I think that's what someone, I don't care if it's a someone graduating college or someone like myself going for an interview, right? How specific you need to be, but how can individuals, what can they do to prepare for that interview? And you're shaking your head like, yes, it's all about preparation, right? Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So let's talk about preparation, what you like to see or what advice recommendations you can give. I am passionate about this, Michael, because this is where I see people fail the most. And interestingly enough, I was just helping a friend of ours daughter this past week because she had an interview. She goes to Chapman College right now, and she's in the Dodge Film School there. And she was doing an interview at a place called Trailer Park, uh, where they make the movie trailers. And so I was helping her prep. And so to me, in today's world, we have so many opportunities to prepare for an interview. So if I was to go have an interview with you today, before I'm even getting close to the interview, I'm going to your LinkedIn profile. I'm looking at your background. I'm going to go to the website of the different companies that you've worked at before. I'm going to take a look at maybe uh, recommendations that were put on your LinkedIn, things that were listed out, so that when I go into the interview, I have already formulated some questions that are very specific to you and your background. Because let's face it, people like to talk about themselves, right? And secondly, they like to see that you've done your homework and you're taking it seriously because there's nothing more frustrating to have an interview where a candidate comes in. And first of all, if they don't ask any questions, they're done. Like, because to me, it's like, how seriously you just want a job. You're not looking for a career. And then secondly, I want someone who's really done a little research, a little digging. So they're not just saying, hey, like, tell me what a day in the life looks like at this company or Hey, based Those on our conversation, right? Yeah, like or based on based on our conversation today, how do you feel? It's like, no, I want to dig a little bit deeper just to say and I'm just making something up here like 
hey, Michael, I noticed with your organization, you worked with ABC company and you were able to drive X amount of revenue or you were able to put together this product or this deal. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? What resources are you using? What assets are you putting together? And how is that helping drive the business, not just for today or tomorrow? And I'm like, okay, when I'm hearing questions like that, where they had to do a little research, this person's taking the interview very seriously. They're really looking like, is this a place where I could use my skills set to succeed. So there needs to be research that's done. Prior going into an interview, I always say, write out the questions, make sure you're taking notes, like ask the person that you're interviewing with, do you mind if I take some notes? You know, I want to make sure I'm recalling the information. I also say too, when you walk into the room to sit down with, with that individual, it might not be in their office, but if it is, to me, that's a golden moment too, is like, take a pause, survey the room. They might have something, whether it's a trophy or a picture, you know, maybe they like to go to Europe or, or whatever it might be. If you can really humanize the conversation and have it be more people to people, I think that's going to be an easier interview. It's going to put both people at ease and it's going to make a much more enjoyable process. Great advice. Great feedback. Is there, has there been anyone recently or not even recently that just stands out in your mind what they did? or maybe even what they should have done. You know, like I always talk about do's and do nots. What stands out in your mind that you can recall? I just- and, and this one, I'm gonna pause right there because okay. this one sticks out. If you remember 1994, JT bought Michelle Wolf two movie tickets, Yeah. right? So I don't know if that shit works now, but I'm just talking about being creative and innovative. So- yeah, you know, and, and listen, I think some people have a natural knack for that. Obviously, you do. I wouldn't even say that's my style per se. I, I wish I had a little bit more of me in there from a creative standpoint. But I'll just share with you, I just had a hire um, two and a half weeks ago for a, for a leadership position. So she's coming into my team. She's going to be managing a group of people, a lot of responsibility there. The manner in which, again, what I just talked about, the preparation that she came into the meeting she knew her homework. She had done her homework on me. We were not in the same circle of influence. So it's not like it's she had a friend who could fill her in, but she had done her homework on me, had very prepared specific questions. She came dressed for the part. I know in today's age, like, right, we can all be more casual. It's the tech world, whatever we want to call it. But to me, I always say dress for the part that you want, for the job that you want, for the position that you want, not just today, but five years, 10 years from now. It's better to always come overdressed. Um, she was sharp. She looked me in the eye. She was very confident in her tone, in her cadence. And I felt just as much as I was interviewing her, she was interviewing me. And to me, I was like, okay, I feel very confident in this individual. I was getting excited during the conversation. And needless to say, she got the job. We went through a couple other steps in the process, but right away. And, and Michael, I can usually tell five minutes, not even five minutes, two minutes into the conversation, if this is someone I'm even going to be interested in. Obviously, there's many more things down the line to keep it going to see if we're actually going to hire that person. But I can tell you pretty quick already if like, oh, this 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 one isn't going to work. And a lot of it has to do with tone, energy, excitement, just even that immediate preparation as they're walking in. You hit it right on that spot. Just that likability, right? If you could walk in that room and and we're doing this through Zoom right now. And I was going to ask you as a wrap-up question, in today's world, obviously you want to get to somebody in person, but how do you dress up for a, a Zoom or a virtual presentation and, and portray that energy? I remember when I was hiring, I would turn around, I would first do phone interviews, right? And if they excited me, bring them in person. And then it, 
when that person was there, I would turn my chair around. I think I told you this. I would turn my chair around and, and say, okay, pick up the phone and cold call me right now. Let's see if you can spark my interest. Because if you can't, you can't make me smile, I'm probably not going to bring you back in. Right. I tell people that story and they're like, that's kind of harsh. That's kind of rude. I'm like, it's real world. You're right. Right. Well, I would say on Zoom, a couple things. First of all, we all joke. It's just got to be from the top up, right? Like, so put on a blazer, put on the lipstick. If you're a guy, you know, make sure your hair's combed and, you know, and all that. And I even say this too, like brush your teeth, like be, like, be prepared. Like you're going to meet someone in person, right? Cause you're going to exude that energy. Make sure the lighting is good. There's been times you talk to people and heck, we even talked about this before we hopped on, like it's dark, their shades are great. Like test out your background beforehand. Make sure you're in a quiet place. I interviewed someone the other day. She had a cat running behind her. Like suddenly there was like a lawnmower going by and she was so distracted. It was so disjointed. Needless to say, like we didn't move forward in the process, but I'm like, get your environment set before you're going in. It's it's all the little things that we're talking about. It's the preparation. And the last thing I'll say is this. When I say like, be fired up, be focused, I still to this day, this many years into it, I have a song I listen to. I'm, I'm going old school here. It's Van Halen and it's Dreams. And anytime I'm going into an important meeting, interview, I will listen to that before I go in just to make sure my energy level is pumped up and I'm ready to go. And that comes through on Zoom as well. You hit it right on the dot. Well, Liz, I've appreciated everything you've done in our friendship. We've always talked about career. Every time we've made a transition, a career move, we've bounced ideas back and forth. You've been one of my dearest friends. And this is not only going to be the first and last time you join this Hiring Manager podcast because we could talk USD. We could talk Toreros one time. There's a lot of avenues we haven't even talked about, right? hire for attitude, train for skill, and then fire when necessary. Uh, but that, that we'll tee that up for next time. But I want to say thank you very much. Liz Williams, again, Regional Vice President, Pacific Northwest, Paylocity, joining the hiring manager, Fonger News, out. <laughs> <laughs>